This podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guests today are Henry Michelson and Gabriel Nipote. Henry is the co-founder, CTO, and president of Hala, and Gabriel is the co-founder and chief operating officer at Hala. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. We're so excited to be on and to uh, talk today. Excellent. We're glad to have you. So, guys, let, let's start with a background on yourselves individually. So, if Henry, if you could start, give us a brief overview of your journey in technology, taking us up to today, and then Gabriel, your, yourself thereafter. I think for both Gabriel and I, we've had strange journeys getting to where we are now. Both of us have been incredibly lucky throughout our journeys to be surrounded by really incredible people who have been mentoring us because we're incredibly young and we're still in the, uh, the early part of our careers. For myself, I went to school at Berkeley where after my sophomore year of college, Gabriel and I both dropped out of school. Independent of that, I've done a, some research in machine learning while I was at school and I've also done some work on the side working on algorithms here and there for a variety of tech players. In addition to that though, before my love was code, my love was music and, um, and acting. And I, I was a guitar player for a while that toured in a blues band all around uh, LA when I was in high school. Amazing. I like that. Really cool indeed. And, and thank you for sharing. It gives some insight into you behind the scenes. Gabriel, a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So again, thanks for having us on. And yeah, Henry was right. Our paths into the space have obviously been deeply intertwined and, and that goes for not just the two of us, but our, our third co-founder Spencer as well. Um, we started Hala in, in college and it was birthed out of the three of us being friends from high school. And so our journey in really dates back to that point. And they say there's a couple different ways that, that people can really get into AI. There are some who come from the computer science side, some who come from the math side, and there are a couple other popular avenues. I think for myself and Henry as well, it, it really stemmed from math. And we largely became friends in some math classes in high school, and we're always doing kind of independent projects. Myself, I was a big baseball nerd and was passionate just on my own time about creating projection algorithms to try and forecast a player's stats in his next season. And through working together and playing with these projects, we eventually started Hala, the three of us together. And obviously that's been evolving ever since, but really a statistical orientation and math fundamentals that, that you both touched on your background being in in, in stats and tech and, and, and broadly speaking the, the banner of AI, which leads nicely then into the formation of Hala. So for anyone listening not familiar with the business, tell us about Hala, who you are as a business, what the mission of the organization is, uh, and then we can jump into the role that AI is playing within your business. Yeah, so Hala is the taste intelligence company. 
we help grocers predict their shoppers' preferences in real time. We do that by licensing software to them that's founded on AI. And what our software does is produce recommendations, substitutions, and search results that are personalized down to the individual shopper that's shopping on any grocer's platform. Any digital channel we work with, we're totally agnostic to the grocer. So uh, grocer A's website or grocer B's in-store scan and go application, our software works in any of those environments. And uh, the ultimate result is that every single shopper is getting their own personalized store. That's something you can do in a digital interface that you can't necessarily do in store. And taking our math backgrounds and stuff like that, our love for statistics, we're realizing that with a bunch of data, you can hyper-personalize the experience and and give shoppers a, a, a better experience while helping retailers do better business. And that's what Paula does. Very interesting area that you're operating in and, and it gets people thinking about possible use cases. Henry, can you give us some insight then into the technology behind all of this? What what goes on behind the scenes? What role data science and algorithms are playing in helping you make these predictions and, and behavioral analysis in real time? So to jump off from what Gabriel said, we offer three services all via API. Those services are search, substitutions and recommendations. Those are the three most needed features in a Mercatus study that recently came out inside of the grocery industry that are currently lacking as the grocery store moves online. And any great AI application, what's important is that the problem exists. Consumers are extremely unhappy with the online grocery shopping experience from when you open up your homepage and everything that says for you is totally insane to when you're searching for milk chocolate, but you only see chocolate milks coming up or when you finally make your basket and you place your order and nothing that you wanted shows up. You bought rose oil, but you get fresh roses delivered to you. Why is that? So. Before we get deeper into the tech, I think it's really important to say that this is an industry that used to be very small, that's growing at an explosive rate in large part due to consumer behavior being changed due to COVID. And and it's really cool that we can apply several state-of-the-art AI techniques to be able to solve these three problems. Very cool indeed. You guys have obviously come up with this as your own business and you identified a need in the market which has since been accelerated because of COVID. Can you walk us through what the journey has been like from concept to to demo model to now building and scaling a team and what sort of engineering and data science team sits behind what you do? That's a fantastic question. I'll even back up a tiny bit (laughs) on there, which is there were several products that came before this product. I think in, in, in every journey, especially we started this when we were 19, we had no prior experience in the space beyond our love of math and stats. We originally wanted to take our technology and we built a mobile app to help the three of us if we wanted to go out to dinner, where should we go and what should we get? It was the initial problem that we started solving. And it's just important to note that like we started out by creating a team and scaling too quickly before we nailed the initial idea, before we asked ourselves, do people really want this? And does the data support this? 
For example, what if there aren't high quality restaurant menus? How could you even build this application? But we started scaling really quickly. And as a result, we actually boomed and then busted <laughs> pretty early on in our, in our careers, which then led us to pivot into what we're doing today, which is Hala. So I, just to give you the little prequel, in 2018, we were just a few people, mostly Spencer, Gabriel, and I, and we were working out of my parents' garage in, in, in Los Angeles when we, this is right about the time of our pivot. We were applying to accelerators and nothing was really happening when all of a sudden we got into a, a food-focused accelerator, which I think is super important that we got into a food focus, not just a tech focus, but something that was deep inside of our domain. And then from there, we had seven days to move from Los Angeles out to New York. And still the company was very small. It was just a few of us. And so we had, we were working out of my parents' garage. We had to put all of our stuff in storage and we got in a plane to a place that none of the three of us had ever been before. And, and then from there, it Hollis started to grow. We started to meet investors, uh, even more importantly, terrific mentors, people that have done this before and, and like mentors, advisors that had a little bit more technical experience that could help us really stay up to date with what was happening inside of the field. And then from there, we started hiring our first people, our first people. So at the time of 2018, we were a few people, we had a prototype and this prototype was a huge map that had the relationship between abstract foods to each other, understanding that an apple is a type of fruit, that a fruit is a type of eaten good. It's an ontology. And it's not just a hierarchical map, it also shows the relationships between these things. So we took that and we found that you could use that, that you could use that to deliver really good recommendations, especially for grocers that have dirty data, which is the standard inside of the industry. So that was our initial piece of tech in 2018. And then from then we've now grown where we've doubled in the past year. We're now at about 20 people and we're quickly growing. We expect to double again in the next year. Our product went from early tech prototypes to now a full thing on the cloud that's getting millions and millions of requests and is uh, serving some of the largest grocers inside of the United States. And thank you for sharing that. And I think there's several standout points to, to what you just mentioned. The pivot, the timing, the importance of being in an industry and product specific accelerator focused on food, and then the growth and the adaption of the product, which is very exciting indeed. The you are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. Want to get both of your perspectives on, on, on some of the things you've learned along the way while making these difficult decisions on pivoting product choices and, and capitalizing on the increased demand. So looking back over, over the last four years, what, what are some of the, the main takeaways that, that you'd look to along the journey? I think in line with AI, what we're talking about here today, having a really data-driven approach to managing your company, directing your company, and ultimately developing new products and taking those to market is really important. 
you, you have to rely on feedback from the market to, to find product market fit. You have to rely on feedback from clients to inform pricing and product features, all of this stuff. It's very easy to, at least for us, it was very easy to jump in young and eager and want to really push our ideas into the product and the marketplace. And you need to take more of a almost machine learning approach using yourself as, as, as the model that interprets all the information you're getting about your company from actually doing it. And that's been a huge learning lesson is to listen a lot in every single kind of way. I hope that makes sense. And then additionally, I think one of our core principles at our company is, is just the value of communication. It takes a lot of people to do things. And if you're not communicating effectively, if you're not staying tethered to each other and focused on what you got to get done, then it's going to be way more difficult. And so we always try to over communicate um, and, and accept the fear of repeating things rather than having any instances of under communicating. Yeah, and absolutely. Henry can build on is the value of fun. Like stuff has to be fun or else it's, it's difficult to get things done unless you keep things fun. And so assembling great people doing fun things and making sure that, you know, it's enjoyable to do the process is, is another big lesson we've learned, I think. I love that. I love hearing about the importance of, of enjoying the journey and the fun. I want to stay on that topic because I think it's a great segue into what you guys love most about the work. But then also, look, you mentioned already that you guys are growing and growing fast. And in a fun environment, there's going to be people who, who want to join. So what? What opportunities are there going to be for people to come on board and join Hala over the next year, particularly when we look at the AI side, whether it be engineers, analytics, data science. So talk to us about the, the, what you enjoy most about the work you're doing and, and then give us some insight into what the, the next year ahead is going to look like. I'll start with a little bit about what I love about the job and Gabriel, you can go for the next part. It's so much fun that we get to solve a really hard problem, a problem that is solvable but one that requires a variety of different approaches to get to the heart of it. You have to be able to mine and really start to understand complicated purchase information, but you also have to be able to really build a sophisticated NLP solution to know that milk chocolate is not the same thing as chocolate milk, even though those two words are they're just flipped. You have to be able to understand that guacamole tortilla chips it's not one thing, there's two things in there. And to be able to understand that and to map that back to something that makes sense is incredibly fun and a rewarding challenge. And it's one that's so cool because when you make an AI application, especially when you're at something like recommendation search and substitution, you're never perfect. You just constantly get better. And that creates an atmosphere where there's consistent innovation. And I think if you're someone that really likes being around that energy, some pieces of it are exhausting because every night I'm standing there thinking about, ah, oh, it could be so much better. That is an incredible thing to get to do that <laughs> and to iterate that quickly and that often. Additionally, I'll say that what do I love about my job? My two partners are incredible. They're my best friends from high school. Getting to do this with them is a really amazing 
getting to, we started at 19 and now we're 25. So getting to grow up with them too and getting to learn. And it's a really cool thing. And, and lastly, I'd say along this tech and AI is so cool because it's growing so quickly, but it's still the place where you find really interesting people along the journey that we've met from the accelerator that we took part in from all the people now that we know as we're growing in New York city to the mentors and investors that we mentioned, like we have so many, I don't know, just so many awesome people that we get to surround ourselves with that have so many unique, interesting, fresh takes on things. And just to be around ideas is uh, incredibly exciting. Some of the best parts of uh, my job and I think all of our jobs here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a great segue in, into my, my final question, which is the, the career opportunities. When you look at the, the growth ahead, what sort of positions are you going to need to hire for in order to maintain that growth? And when you are hiring, what is it that you look for in candidates? Yeah, we're going to be looking at a variety of positions. I think you're most interested on the tech side, on the business side, sales, customer success, and business development are, are always going to be super core to our business operations people to, to keep the sales and, and, and tech side um, really uh, in good communication and working well together. That's always going to happen. We'll be having probably a few positions open on those fronts for the next six to 18 months. And I think more specifically, maybe Henry is better, better, uh, position to answer on the tech side. Yeah. Yeah. Final, looking, final point over to you, Henry, go ahead. Yeah. We're looking to get a few machine learning engineers, a data scientist, another client support engineer, uh, a reliability engineer, and, and just another general backend developer. Guys, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. It's fascinating to hear about the journey of Hala from an idea of a business in high school and, and you guys taking it to where it is already having some really notable success. I, I think you guys might be the the youngest guests we've had on, which is great to hear for our younger audience that the, you can start at any time. Sounds like a fun problem you're working on, which is, is always appealing to people operating in the AI space. So we wish you and, and the team all the best of luck in the year ahead. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, JP, and it's the same to you guys. Really love the podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.